0: That's not fair. It's what kids say all the time. He did it. He did it. That's not
1: fair. It's not fair. It's not fair.
0: Let's talk about it this episode of Inverse.
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse.
0: If you experience with kids, you probably heard that many times. It's not fair. On this episode of Inverse, we are looking at the book of Romans, and we're already in chapter five. In your studio with me, Justin Kim, is Jonathan, Siku, and Callie, and we're going to read a Bible verse, uh, somewhere, uh, verse six and th- six through eleven. We we'll always have a word of prayer. We want to emphasize that we're just not reading for the sake of reading. We really want to get into God's word, but we need God's spirit to help us understand yeah. it, not only for our minds intellectually, but also for our hearts. If you want to follow along, get your Bibles, but also go to inversebible.org. There you can download our Bible study guides. And the book of Romans is an awesome book as a beginner or as an advanced Christian to get into the science of salvation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's go to Romans chapter 5, verse 6 through 11. And Siku, can you pray for us? Sure.
1: Let's pray. Loving Father, we ask that the Holy Spirit would be our teacher now, um, that we would not just learn intellectually about the signs of salvation, but that what we learn um, and come to understand would have a transformative power in our lives, so that we can be more like Jesus. And see you soon when you come in the kingdom. We pray these pray these things in your name. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 And um, Jonathan, we we've covered a lot so far in chapters mm-hmm. one through four. Yeah. Uh, Let's do this
2: together. Yeah, chapter 1, what do we talk about? Well, uh, we were talking about the gospel. The gospel. (laughs) Chapter 2. We talked about, uh, you know, the, the contrast between... Righteousness and unrighteousness. Okay, we're all unrighteous. And in chapter three, we're all I'm sinners. Sinners. All sinners. All sinners. All all sinners. And in praise. chapter four, we read we last week. We right. learned about Abraham and how he is an example of what it means to believe and how that affects our justification. He's mm-hmm. exactly. definitely, definitely a definitely case
0: study, but also yes. an archetype, an example, yes. uh, if we want to partake in that faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, very, very highly appreciated that 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 episode. So go out there, go to hope.tv.org/inverse and go to last episode. It's very good on the. On the dynamics of faith. Mm-hmm. Um let's go to Romans five, verse six through eleven. And um Kelly, can you read that for us?
3: I can. <laughs> for when we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation.
0: Thank you. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a wonderful passage. It is. Uh, when it comes to specifically of Paul's writings, I find that writing out the Bible verses helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the, There are many studies that show that writing the verses out, rather than just seeing it on a screen or using your thumbs, uh, gets it into your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, this is why we have the Bible study guides. We really want to encourage you to go there. And this is an opportunity, if you have a journal, get a nice journal, uh, nothing. <laughs> Not, not those cheap ones that you get from Greek. from Walmart for two dollars for two for five. Those uh, work too. What's that? <laughs>
1: those would but work, those too. work too. <laughs> those work too. You have to
0: open them. Sometimes they're glued shut. And so <laughs> you want to open them. You want to write them in there. And there's, there's these wonderful things that pop out. And specifically for Pauline's writings, he uses a lot of repetition. And we've seen that from chapter mm-hmm. to chapter. Repetition. We see the three IMs in chapter uh, one. Uh, we see um, circumcision, circumcision, circumcision That's in awesome. the last chapter. <laughs> um, but in this, uh, passage. What what is what is a motif that that you see you may see there.
3: Mm.
1: I see. Yeah, um, I was thinking death. You know, death? can talk about death, death, yeah, death. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Right? For sure. You see death is repeated mm-hmm. throughout there. Um, in verse 6, is very cool. It says that uh, while we were without strength. Yes. Yeah, you see that phrase, while we were without strength. And then what's the phrase after that? Christ died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you take out some other prepositional phrases there, but Christ died. <laughs> you go to verse 8, and it says, while we were still sinners. Mm-hmm. Cool. You that's see Christ that's died. That's and then you go to verse 10, it says, while. Or when it's the same. Mm-hmm. While we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of His mm-hmm. Son. So it's like Jesus dying is really the answer mm-hmm. to all these things. You see a progression there. While we were without strength, while we were weak, mm-hmm. then while we are on God, uh, while we were sinners, and while we were enemies, you see this intensification. Yes. Um, so let's let's go into this verse. What's what's this passage talking about? What's were the main points there?
2: I really love uh, in the beginning. Uh, the the point that Paul is making, at least one of them, is showing us the heart of God. Mm. Uh, God is willing. You know, to take this risk. Uh, I mean, he says while we were still without strength, mm-hmm. Christ died. Um, and then he says he goes into this example. You know, you you might die for a good person, but mm-hmm. but God died for us while we were still sinners, where we had no desire to show, indicate in any way that we want Him, that we desire salvation. God went way beyond and says, I'm making a down payment here, mm-hmm. you know, towards the, the, the impossible, almost the impossibility of that anyone, you know, might have interest in me. Mm-hmm. And says, I'm willing to take that risk, <laughs> For the possibility of at least one person saying yes to me, mm-hmm. and that is beautiful. God would God would have been willing to do that even if no one said yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's the heart of God, and this informs um, us in our relationship towards Him. You know, we can approach Him he, if this is our God who is willing to do that while we're still sinners. We can run into His arms mm-hmm. because He's that good Father that Jesus talked about. So mm-hmm. that's just one thing that popped up to me here. Really, the the heart of God being willing to take that risk mm-hmm. even with no security that there will be any results of this mm-hmm. you know, while we're still sinners mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, in this relationship you have god and you have humanity
0: mm-hmm. and then from the revelation of scripture it's saying that in god's heart there is no Barrier, like mm-hmm. God is all out wanting to engage with humanity. Right. So then the the limiting factor is not with God, right? It's with humanity. Mm-hmm. And so the question is, what is it about humanity that does not want a relationship with God? Mm. We've been talking about from previous episodes the lack of faith. It could be sin itself. The love, love for sin. Love
1: for sin. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So can- um,
1: I just wanted to speak to um, you know that intensification that you mentioned. You know, the while we were when we were without strength, mm. when we sinners and then you know when we're enemies it goes from when we're incapable of doing anything to come to him Mm -hmm. when we're actually doing things that would be abhorrent to him Mm -hmm. but not just would be abhorrent to him when we were doing things against him Mm -hmm. we're his enemies um and it, it really is powerful thinking about that intensification that God would pursue somebody like that like mm-hmm. when we think about relationships you know and and when Jonathan when you're speaking I just thought of I had the picture of you know a guy pursuing mm-hmm. you know a love interest you kind of you think she's she's beautiful you know she's desirable but this is he's pursuing something not just undesirable lacking in internal qualities or undesirable but he's pursuing one who is antagonistic towards himself. You know, um, that it's it's mind blowing that God is like that. Mm-hmm. I think, to your question, I think one of the things that's lacking in the world is for people to see that picture of who God is. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people reject God, but they reject the picture that they have of God. Mm-hmm. They reject the God who, when they think God has wrath, you know, in Romans chapter 1, they think, oh, he's angry and he's just, ah, you know, like they kind of, they're rejecting that picture of God. But I really believe that a lot of people, if they saw this picture of God, yes. the God who is pursuing you when you are being antagonistic towards Him, like just that, just melts your heart. Mm. Um, and the world is lacking, yearning for that picture to be represented, which the onus really is on us who know, mm. who have a relationship with mm-hmm.
0: Him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Often, we uh, uh, humanity. Uh, imposes our humanity upon God's character, yes. right? So, if I'm this angry, vindictive, petty person...
3: Right. Oh, right.
0: for sure, God must be just as right. uh, petty and, and, yeah. and vindictive. And like, well, I don't want to worship Him. So then, it's this kind of weird, spiral, internal thing that we mm-hmm. go into. Mm-hmm. But God... and That's why a revelation is needed. Something outside yep. of humanity show that God is mm-hmm. not that kind of God. Um, awesome meditation there. Awesome meditation. Um, oh, my, my son... Uh, who is uh, currently six years old, we had this we had a theological discussion and I love <laughs> when we have theological discussions. We're talking about Adam and Eve and then, you know, we we, we moved on from Adam and Eve, we're talking about Cain and, and Abel and he's kinda spaced out and we were just like, Don't space out, Get in focus. And he started saying like, you know, it's totally unfair. Mm-hmm. Totally i'm like what? what because we're in worship now or like what's what's going on like what, what, what's unfair he's like because of adam like we're all in this mess mm-hmm. and i'm just like this is an awesome theological, theological insight that he has and then, and he was just going off on like how unfair it is mm-hmm. and you know children know very sensitively what fairness is um this is what i love about chapter five and i wish he was of the age where he could understand condemnation and ch- justification and some of these words that we found in 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 Romans chapter 5. Let's go to Romans chapter 5, verse 12, and we'll continue on there. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin, thus death spread from all men because all sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin was imputed, was not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned according to likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is the type of him who was the come. But the free gift is not like the offense. For if by one man's offense, many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of one man, Jesus Christ, to mm. many. So because through one person, we are in this mess. And then my son was theologically completely correct. Mm-hmm. But the other half of the equation is, just as unfair as that is, the other unfair component, which ironically makes that fair, mm-hmm. is that through Jesus Christ, we are made, uh, we are made righteous. Mm-hmm. Um, how how does this 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 compute? Um, how does this impact us in terms of everyday everyday uh, uh, spiritual living? Yeah, uh, how many of you heard ever like, well, it's just that's we're human. We're human. Of course, we're supposed to fail. Mm-hmm.
2: This chapter goes against that kind mm-hmm. of ideology. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do we process this? I think it's beautiful uh, because <clears throat> we are being told here that yes, we're ca- in a way we are, God is acknowledging the reality that the domino effect that started with Adam mm. has affected all of us. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful to see that God acknowledges this. God is not saying, well, you should be perfect, you know, you you should be taking care of yourself and, <laughs> and be better. Mm-hmm. God is saying, you are in a situation, yes, because of one man's transgression, but also because of your own transgressions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's a solution the other Adam which Mm -hmm. is the new Adam Jesus right comes in and he offers uh, a new domino effect domino effect of righteousness that leads you to salvation and eternal life and so uh, while God acknowledges our reality he also says hey I'm going to offer you a new reality, a better reality, a healing and salvific reality that will eventually lead to eternal life, but even now in this life can have uh, an effect of righteousness, so to say, an effect of of grace that will penetrate your life and everyone that you come in contact with. So, Mm -hmm. God is offering a a beautiful alternative that is available to everybody through Jesus.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, As I say, you know, we often, most of the time when we say something is unfair, it's when something negative happens to us, Mm -hmm. or when some positive happens mm-hmm, we don't yeah, say oh man say, this is so unfair yeah. why do I get so much good stuff yeah <laughs> why, why am I breathing today yeah. right. so, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you wanted to be breathing yes. you know? right. but when we when we think about something that things being unfair we're not thinking God is unfairly blessing me most of yes. the time right. but right. like you're saying like it goes both ways really Fair you channel. know
0: yes. um, the unfairness of God is fairness for humanity. We'll talk more of this, more about this after the break.
1: Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is InverseBible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion.
0: Hey, welcome back. Sika was saying that how blessed she was because she gets to breathe every single day, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's no, true. It's true. I thought you were going to say like, "Hey, I got a million dollars. Like, that's that's uh, I'm, I'm really lucky." And, and and the opposite person would say, or the the person opposed to them would say, "Hey, that, that that's it's unfair that that person gets a thousand dollars. Hey, she gets to breathe. Why why don't I why don't I?" But well, uh, I, the point still makes sense.
1: Yeah, I, I guess what I was speaking to is that um, when God. When God gives us benefits,
3: mm.
1: we... Typically, don't count those benefits True. as totally. unfairness. Yeah, yeah. It's totally it's, it's kind, negative. Yeah, it's kind of like the status quo. Like this is what I deserve. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like I, I remember reading one quote. It talks about you know when we were when my husband and I were thinking about having children and praying about it. You know, and it's talking about like children. When you bring children into this world, and it's like they they didn't ask to be brought into this world. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have a responsibility as a parent. You know, to take care of them and to mm-hmm. nurture them because they didn't ask for this, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember as a child thinking that being like i didn't ask for this did i ask to be born like so now why do i have to be obedient and but it's like i didn't ask for for this right Mm -hmm. um and it's always in the negative quote negative things i guess as we perceive them but yes we didn't ask to be born into this world we didn't ask to have this legacy of sin nor did we ask for Jesus to have died for us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's why I say while we were yet sinners, we, when we were without strength, this was not something that we proactively sought. This is something that God offered. So in as much as us existing was not something that we requested, the opportunity to have an abundant life, to have an experience that is beyond, you know, what we currently experience, that is not something we requested either. So really the playing field is level mm-hmm. when it comes to that. And the the awesome thing I think is that we have an opportunity to make a choice mm-hmm. on how we live our lives in this world. Yes, I didn't ask to be here, but now
3: I actually have a choice about how I'm going to exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kelly and. It also just reminds me of things we've talked about in the past about how we can have these, um, the spiritual hierarchy in our mind, right? Like I'm better than or what, or worse than or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we can, we can fall into the, the mindset of entitlement of, you know, even using the breathing, like, <laughs> example of like, I deserve to live. I deserve all these good things. I deserve good relationships. I deserve this job. And so you don't, no, you don't. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> like, we, we didn't merit any of those things. True. So it's, it's also true. I don't think God wants us to be constantly groveling like thank you for this breath yeah yeah. (laughs) thank you for that breath like i don't god's telling okay i get it but it it should lead us not to an obsessive groveling but it should lead us to a life of humility Mm -hmm. and humility is is not even self-abasement it's Mm self-forgetfulness and so when we're worshiping and when we're serving others it's about it's that other people focus (laughs) so and I think that's a good thing to remember too, because I know personally, like, when I, when I'm like, oh, I don't want to be entitled, like, the, yeah, the opposite extreme is just like, oh, I hate this and I'm terrible, da da da, but, you know, god has given us value in sacrificing christ for us mm. and so we need to remember that and appreciate that and live that life of humility of thankfulness and remembering this is where we came from of mm-hmm. romans five like while we were enemies mm-hmm. god's like yeah i, w- I want that person mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and not just a uh,
1: uh, humility but i think th- this reality should Instill in us an attitude of gratitude. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's okay. for sure. Because, um, <laughs> like in in this section, like from verse twelve to twenty one, like something that that I see repeated often is that that phrase, much more. Yes, like, much yes. more, much more, much more. Yeah. And what is it that is much more? Yes, grace. You know, sin abounded, right? So sin abounded. Verse twenty, mm-hmm. grace much d- abounded much more, mm-hmm. right? Um, in verse seventeen, whereby one man's offense, death reigned through one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Rain in life Mm -hmm. through the Mm one. Like, so what, yes, the, the, the ground is leveled in terms of, you know, it was unfair that we were born into this world of sin, but you know, God levels it, you know, by giving us Jesus and giving mm-hmm. us an opportunity for redemption. No. But what, what the text is saying is actually what he gives us is much more, mm-hmm. right? So he doesn't just level the playing field. Mm-hmm. He like gives us, he gives us a foot up, you know, yeah. like yeah. he gives us yeah. an advantage yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in what Jesus Christ has done yeah. for us. So Siku, this is way spot much.
0: on, spot on. Uh, verses 12 through, through 15 there, through 14 there uh, is he's addressing that unfairness yeah mm-hmm. you know one Adam caused all this bad problems but Jesus brought on the good stuff yeah. so it's like hey we're, we're one to one it's the same one to one mm-hmm. but then from 14 from 14 15 onwards uh, verse 15 the, but the free gift is not mm-hmm. like the offense yes. verse 16 and the gift is not like so now instead mm-hmm. of comparing the two now we're contrasting the two mm-hmm. yeah. these two are different because like you said one blows the other one out of the water yes. one is is a gift and one just does much more and I and I love that. The the difference between the two that, that really impacts me is that the one is chosen and the other one is imposed.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: So it requires every single person to make that choice to accept the free gift. Yeah. Whereas the other one, it's whether you choose it or not, you got it. Yeah. And that's the uh, un- unfortunate predicament all humanity is yes. already in. Um, go to verse 17. Um, is it verse fifty? Yeah, verse 17. For if by one man's death, uh, one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the it's one beautiful. Jesus Christ. And I just love that one. It's a circle. One, one, Ooh, one, yes. one. So that's another motif one 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 it's like paul gets into this you know can't get out of it one 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 and keeps writing
2: jonathan yeah what i love about this contrast that paul is giving us here is you know when you think of adam he was you know the first created being He well the first created human and he is you know genetically physically the father of all humanity Mm -hmm. he is the representative the bible even calls him the son of god not in the sense that jesus was but you know as a he was created by god and god is our father you know and our creator but now jesus is saying i'm going to step into this role of being the representative of humanity i'm going to become human when he in his incarnation jesus lord himself as god living amongst us, um, providing all these wonderful blessings we just talked about—salvation and grace—but also taking upon himself the identity and responsibility of, uh, of repre- representing humanity in the judgment. Mm. So this is this is mind-blowing when you think about it. God, Jesus is not just coming down, doing like a drive-by salvation, like all right, here is salvation. He's in drive-by, <laughs> right? He, he, awesome. he is coming and he's staying. Yes, he went. He went to heaven. Um, mm. I don't mean physically staying here on earth, but he is committing himself. He is. He had the human form, the human body. When he went to heaven, he is, he has forever identified himself with humanity, mm-hmm. and that teaches me so much about the character of God. I mean, what a wonderful, amazing God of love that would do something like that for me—not just providing, you know, salvation, but so much more. <laughs> Jesus is forever going to be my brother, you know, yeah. uh, father, and, and 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 savior, and creator, but also my mm-hmm. brother. The Bible says it calls him my brother. So that's it's just, it just, I'm just amazed by that reality and overwhelmed because that makes me want to just love him so much more and worship him so much mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And, if, and so if if I could go back to what what you were saying about that one, 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 um, mm-hmm. you know, he's talking about one man. Right Adam and then he goes and he's talking about this one man Jesus yeah um, just just as a broad principle you know just the the impact that one being can have you know Adam like that one decision that he made um, to disobey and you know the ramifications for all of humanity you know throughout all time and you know I think sometimes we can we can feel Rightfully, inconsequential, you know, because we're like a speck of dust in this huge universe. And yet the decisions and the choices that we we make, that just that one little decision that one little me makes can have an impact. And for Adam, that one decision that he made had that had this negative impact Mm -hmm. on history. Yes but though that one life lived by Jesus, and this is, of course, an unparalleled life because of yeah. who he is yeah. and the life that he lived, but just that contrast that that one life lived by one individual has made has altered history mm-hmm. all over again, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in my little life, that the decisions that I make, my choice to accept this free gift, that one decision that I make as one person can have an impact, like the ramifications and the implications for other people's lives. Mm-hmm. You know, can mm. be huge. So, like this, mm. the impact that one life can have, yes. you know, on history, on on other people's lives, yes. and we we sometimes don't think oh, about siku. that.
0: Oh, secret, <laughs> secret, I, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> I
3: don't
0: like, I don't like that because <laughs> yeah. I I am very comfortable in blaming Adam. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, I continue to blame Adam. And uh, obviously, I'm playing the advocate mm-hmm. here, but. Um, <laughs> But you're saying Jesus has bought that free choice back to me. Right. Hmm. And I'm an Adam. I'm, I'm an Adam. And you're an Adam. Or you're an Eve. But you know, but we're that, whatever, whatever. Anyway, you can, I don't know how that works. So we could be doing the same thing that Adam did.
1: It's like we're right, it's Careful. because of what Jesus has done for us, we're back at that tree, you know? Yeah. And with the choices that we make, I'm yes. back at that tree and I could choose to obey God. And choosing to obey God could have positive implications mm-hmm. i mean physically for my children you yeah. know but for for my peers the people that are living around me you know as as we saw like you've seen with the pandemic like what choices that we make in our personal yeah. sphere yeah. impact other people's lives you know so like with every decision that i'm making and jesus has yeah. given me the freedom we, have, we to also have that luxury to positively see the,
0: the past and also the present and where adam has did not have that quote i don't know that's a luxury uh, <laughs> but uh, he had that he didn't like, have that we correct. do we mm-hmm. do and uh, that that is a, that is the difference that we have between it, but it's the same scenario. Right. And right. in that sense, I want to go back to verse twenty, where the, more of the law entered and the offense might abound, where grace abounded, grace abounded much more. And that's always been right. grace abounding more. I mean, that that is we have certain advantages right. on yeah. this side of the cross in a sense.
2: And yeah. I want to add to that what you're saying and Siegel was saying when we align ourselves with this with the Son of God, mm-hmm. Jesus, mm-hmm. our new Adam, and then the. The power of His grace will flow through us as we live our lives in alignment with Him and doing His will, and it will be more powerful than the darkness around us. Mm. Not that we have power, but Jesus through us, through the presence of the Holy Spirit, mm. wants to literally bring light and, and life into other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And, and that will be something that will be stronger than the darkness that is around us because God's power is through in, in all of it. So a life lived with our Emmanuel, with our Jesus, our second Adam, is a life of light and grace and it will abound and, and, and spring forth from someone who who aligns himself with us. So that I just want to be part of that you know the more i think about it, this is amazing i just want to be part of i don't want to be part of the the lineage of of darkness i want to be part of the lineage of, of life and mm-hmm. lights that jesus gives amen amen amen
0: i don't know about you but this is a very sobering <laughs> bible study for for me especially what, what secret was saying <laughs> uh, but this this drives me to the foot of the cross yes. really rely on the grace of god and my natural inclination is look i want to choose this i want to choose this free gift mm-hmm. if you haven't done already by yourself get on your knees and say lord i want to choose your son and for whatever I blame humanity for, whatever I blame Adam for, if you blame Eve, maybe that's your thing, whatever it is, stop blame and say, I want grace to abound in my life personally, and I want to make that choice. That is my sincere prayer. Uh, Lord, forgive me for all the sins I've committed, and also for all of my panelists' (laughs) sins as well, and also for you. This is the predicament we are in. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it's been a blessing of a Bible study for you. It has been for us. God bless you. We'll see you next week here on Inverse, continuing our study on the book of Romans.